Welcome to the Property Nomads podcast. And here are your hosts, Rob Smallbone and Matt McSherry. Right then, so just before we carry on, uh, just wanted to let you all know that we have got a little gift for you all. So do stay tuned to the end and we will reveal what that is. So seven areas of life that you need to set goals in, starting with business and work. So do you want to lead on this one, Rob? Yeah, absolutely. So business and work is, is very important. One way or another, business and work takes up a large chunk of our lives. No matter whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're working 45 hours a week, you know, doing your admin role or whatever it is that you do. So when it comes to setting goals, there, there's a a bunch of important questions that you need to ask yourself. You can ask yourself that classic interview question, where do you see yourself in five years? Always useful. What is, what is it you want to achieve in your life? What will your legacy be? If you're in property, it's how, you know, how much cash flow do you want? How many properties do you want? If you work for yourself, a sole trader or some of that, when are you going to take on your first employee? Yep. These are all goals in their own right. Or when do you want to sack your boss? Or when do you want to sack your boss? <laughs> Absolutely. We, you know. Which I'm sure plenty can relate to that. Yeah, and, and that's a, a key thing when you speak to, especially you speak to a lot of people in property is, and if they've got a full-time job already, I just want to sack my boss. Yeah. So. But then you've got to look at the flip side as well. It's mm. like not everybody wants to sack the boss. Some people love doing what they're doing, but they also want to build an extra stream of income on the side of that. And they're happy to carry on working whilst building a property portfolio or whilst doing another business venture in the background as well. So, you know, there's two, there's two sides to that. But as long as you set clear goals in what area that you want to specialise in, you know, if you want to sack your boss or you don't want to sack your boss, you just want to cut your hours down, then so be it, yeah. And it's a very good point you raised because actually there's no right or wrong when you do this. Nope. So it's not it's not a case of we're saying, oh, you know, everyone's got to go and invest in property and you've got to do this and you've got to do that and, oh, you know, you work 45 hours a week, ha, 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 up yours. It's, it's not about that. As you say, you, if you actively enjoy doing your job, that's fantastic. However, if you want to have any form of progression, as we all do in life, to be fair, does it involve taking your boss's job in, yeah. you know, and getting those things written down? So yeah, there, there is no right or wrong. It's all about it creating to... that flexibility, you know, that time freedom, so you can kind of free up extra time, whether it's cutting down your hours at work so you can spend more time with your family, friends, doing what more that you love. <laughs> I can see Rob laughing here. No, I saw someone, someone joked me a little while ago that, <laughs> that they would do it so they could spend more time with the mother-in-law. So uh, well, that, that, that made me laugh. But, yeah. um, anyway, side note. Yeah, so when, when you do these... So when you do these goals for business and work, again, there, there, there is no right or wrong. What is it you're looking to achieve? Do you want to you know, run your own business? Do you want to be you know, the CEO of the business that you're already in? When do you want to take on your first employee? Um, you know, Property-wise, if you're looking to build a portfolio of 100 buy-to-lets and you're looking to do it in 10 years, you know, is that adding 10 a year or is it adding three or four for the first year, six or seven for the second year and so forth? There is no right or wrong. The key thing that we would say is to take your time to do it, don't just write stuff down. The whole point is to start with the bigger vision in mind, 10, 15, 20 years of your life plan, and then and then work backwards. Yeah, so it's pretty much reverse engineering from your, your goals that you set. Definitely. Right, so moving on, personal wealth. Now, personal wealth, some may perceive this to be money, that's in your pocket, that's in your bank, your net worth, but this can also mean personal wealth of happiness. You know, there's different meanings to this. But as long as you set clear and precise goals in these areas, then that's going to make it a lot easier to, again, as we just mentioned there, reverse engineer it to day by day, week by week, month by month goals to get you closer to that personal wealth. Yeah, it's not about the money that you have in your back pocket necessarily, unless you're motivated by that, then that's absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. It can be about financial and time freedom. You know, a lot of people 
property-wise, when you talk to them, you know, especially a lot of newbie investors, it's like, oh yeah, you know, I want the financial freedom. Well, mm, do you really? Because actually it's that financial freedom that leads to the time freedom. So in my opinion, it's the time freedom that's the crucial aspect. Yeah. So personal wealth is about those things as well. And again, there's no right or wrong with this. Yeah. If you actively enjoy working 40, 50 hours a week, but your, you know, your aim is to maybe take every other Friday off so you can spend more time with the family or so you can go on an extra couple of holidays a year, a couple of weekend breaks. Yeah. That's fine. It's personal choice. It, there is no right or wrong. In fact, all of this that we talk about, there is no right or wrong. It's what works and resonates with yourself. Yeah. And I think knowing why you're doing what you're doing and how you want your life to be will definitely help in the areas of personal wealth. So think about a couple of uh, questions that you can ask yourself. So how much money would you like to earn extra per month? That could be one of the questions you ask. What will financial freedom bring you? What will time freedom bring you? Do you want to travel the world? You know, is there different areas of the world that you want to visit? Take your family, you know, immerse yourself into the different cultures. You know, would you like more time with your family? These are just some of the questions you want to be asking yourself to help create them goals and a clear, precise goals to help you move forward. Yeah, definitely. And for myself as an individual, it's to visit every country by the time I'm 50. Well, that's something we both agree with. And that's something Sorry. both uh, myself and Rob want to, you know, do by the age of 50. There's a couple of years difference between us. So obviously I'm the younger one, the young buck. Um, you just had to put that in there. <laughs> but yeah, it's just about having them clear goals. I mean, uh, we have that clear goal of both of us by the age of 50, we'll travel every country in the world. And now that is a very ambitious goal and it's very achievable, but we need to use goal setting as a vehicle to get us to where we want to be. And having them clear goals in the personal wealth will definitely help us get there. Yep, spot on, Matt. That's, that's absolutely brilliant. And again, take your time to think about your lifestyle, how you want your life to be, take time to envisage it. If you learn visually, you know, take time to maybe get a vision chart, we'll touch on that later on. So yeah, it's, it, there is no right or wrong and think about what it is you want to do. Indeed, right, so moving on, number three is energy. So energy is, you need to be able to set goals in energy. This could be um, not putting yourself in situations where people are gonna drain your energy, it could be eating the right foods at certain times of day to release more natural energy to help you sustain through the day. Uh, and just understanding your energy highs and lows so that you can obviously fit your priority tasks in the areas where you've got more energy and fit your low priority tasks in the uh, areas where you know that you're gonna be a bit you know, lethargic, tired, run down or anything. And, and yeah, just really understanding your own energy. And yeah, the other thing as well, Matt, to something else to consider actually is energy is about doing, you know, rewarding yourself from activities. So once you achieve a goal, you go and reward yourself. And I think we've touched on that in a previous episode as well yeah. about that's another form of energy. Yeah. So yes, it's about fueling your body and so forth. Yeah. But also, you know, some questions you want to be asking yourself, you know, are you missing excitement in your life? What gives you energy? Is it going to the cinema? Is it going out for a nice long walk? Is it going for a cycle? Is it going to the gym? You know, does that, what gives you energy? What gives you that excitement in your life? Yeah. That, that's the other aspect to look at it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, from a, a personal trainer standpoint, um, energy is obviously something that can be monitored and um, it can be controlled by what you eat. Um, so eating the right foods, you know, that can let, uh, let off the natural energy at the right time of days. This is where you can kind of utilize and systemize a goal setting procedure where you can say, right, for the next two weeks, I'm gonna start setting goals at eating these certain types of food at these certain types of the day to, to be able to release more natural energy to, to keep you going 
and to obviously keep that mind nice and clear, creative thinking and juices flowing, and just utilizing it to your to your benefit. So that's and there's plenty of sources of energy. There's so many, in fact, that we probably couldn't even list them all. But as long as you get the the idea of where we're coming from with regards to setting your goals in energy as well, then we're we're on the right track. Yeah. So it's effectively it's a mixture of things that you're putting into your body, yep. food-wise, and then, you know, again, what's giving you the fun? What's giving you those buzzes? What activities do you reward yourself with? So it's, it's that blend when we're talking about energy. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, 100%, totally agree. All right, so that takes us on to number four, which is mental. Yeah, very, very important topic and thing to set goals in. When we say mental, it's really about how you think and... More of like your mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Why you took the, took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, it, it's your mindset. It's what are you doing to improve that day in, yeah. day out? Is that listening, you know, is that listening to podcasts, other podcasts? Is that listening to audiobooks? Is that reading? You know, you might not enjoy listening to material. You might prefer reading. I know that I prefer picking up a book, getting a pencil, you know, so you can underline everything yeah. and cross-reference and that. That's how I do it. Well, I suppose leading on that as well, uh, mental is actually, I believe, the most fundamental part to your success in life because if you don't have the right mental capacity you know that could be confidence self-esteem whatever it may be then you're not going to be able to set clear and precise goals and you're not going to have the discipline the confidence to stick to them and to help you move forward so i think mental and the mindset is definitely the, the key aspect yeah so if we if you're asking questions you know so trying to get yourself to think about these in, in the question format, certain questions you might want to ask yourself. So when you're thinking about mental, you might want to ask yourself questions such as, how many books can you read in a year? How many podcasts do you want to listen to? How many books do you want to listen to? Again, if you listen to Audible. Have you exercised your brain recently? Do you enjoy doing, uh, I don't know, Sudoku's? Do you enjoy playing chess? Because you know, these things, it, games of logic and stuff like even backgammon, that's an old school game now. Is that I've never even heard of that school. before. Sure, never there, heard of background? Nope. Oh man, uh, we'll, we'll play one time. It's good. <laughs> but yeah, little things like that really get the brain working. So yeah. it's that, how are you exercising? How are you exercising that brain? Are you sat you know, watching the box four hours? You know, the television. Sat watching Coronation Street. Exactly, all these sort of <laughs> things. So exercise, the, I think, or you would know, the brain is the I'm largest exactly muscle. Go with this. The largest muscle in the body. Yeah. Is that right? I think at the end of the day, the way you've got to look at it, your brain is basically a big muscle. And as you do in the gym, when you train, um, you either lose body fat, you increase muscle mass, or whatever it may be. But that's because you're consistently training, consistently training every day. And your mind's exactly the same. If you read every day, if you challenge yourself every day to uh, work if you want to do maths equations, you know, I definitely wouldn't want to do that myself, but, um, you know, if you just want to keep yourself, your brain active by doing different things, then over time, if you're consistent, it will develop and you'll be able to retain more information, you'll be able to learn a lot quicker, more efficiently, be able to read faster, whatever it may be. So your mind is just exactly, uh, it's a muscle. So you need to daily, daily exercise it. Yeah, and if you're able to do that on a regular basis, as you say, then the way that this can help you in the long run is brilliant because it will enable yourself to solve challenges that you might come across in life and in, in your business or, or in your job. Yeah. So that's how this that's how this works. That's how this relates. Is if you're able to solve a challenging puzzle, you know things that happen in life. You know we don't call them problems. We call them challenges. Is that psychology? Yeah. When you get challenges happen in your business or in life, then your brain is almost 
tuned to be able to work through those challenges rationally. And that's yeah. important, that's how this works. And that's just entrepreneurship in general, isn't it? You know, the more you practice, the more you learn, the more you grow, and the more creative you get. And the better business ideas you come up with, or if you come across a certain kind of hurdle in your business, you'll be able to really think outside the box of how you can solve that issue and, and adapt to moving forward. And even from the traveling point of view, I don't know if you can relate to me on this, but when I was traveling around the world, you know, you come across different situations and different scenarios. Sometimes you really got to get your creative juices flowing in order to get yourself out of tricky situations or to find yourself how to get to the next country, you know, how to get on time to the next like transport, whatever it may be, or you could be face someone who's uh, can't speak your language and so you've got to think creatively, how are you going to get yourself out of that situation or, you know, use Google Translate or whatever it may be. But yeah, it, it all comes down to that as well and being able to, to think on your feet and get creative. Couldn't agree more. Absolutely. That's, it's, it's brilliant. And it all, it all works hand in hand. So, you know, just, just remember that of all these seven areas that we go through, they all work hand in hand. Talking of areas, best move on to the next one, which is physical. Yeah, 100%. I'm sure many of you out there have heard the phrase, good health equals good wealth mm. and you are what you eat. So there's a reason why them phrases are out there because it is fundamental to your success in order to have a healthy, a healthy body, which equates to a healthy mindset, you know, which then helps to a prosperous life in whatever you're doing. And again, all these uh, different areas of setting goals all work in tandem. They're all, they're all interlinked. And that's why having clear set goals in all areas is, is going to bring, uh, bring with it the, your vision into its reality. Yeah, absolutely. So think about your body. Think about your shape. Think about how you feel. Think about what you look like. Think about what you want to look like. Think about the food you eat, you know, diet, physical strength. How can you improve these areas? And also, for some people, a physical goal might be, I don't know, running the London Marathon. Yeah. It might be climbing, you know, Mount Everest. Yeah. The tallest mountain in the world. The other, the other extreme of, um, I wouldn't say extreme, but getting up in the morning a little bit earlier and going for a power walk. Absolutely. Just to get the endorphins going, get the blood flowing around your body, get the creative juices flowing, and it's a great way to start the day. Yeah, so if you know what you're trying to, if you know what you're trying to achieve, and again, this goes back to the whole nooks and cranny behind this episode, isn't it? If you know what you're going to achieve, what you're looking to achieve in five, 10 years time, again, you work your way backwards. So if you're looking to climb a mountain, for example, then as you say, first pot of call might be getting up a couple of minutes early, yep. going for a power walk on a flat surface, and then a bit further on down the line, start incorporating hill walks, and then you know, build it up yeah. over time. That's, that's what this is about. Yeah, it's all about progression, you know, with that, and that's in all areas of business, all areas of your life, you know, any kind of area of success. It's all about progression and bite-sized chunks every day to help you move forward to where you want to be. And it's the same with physical. You know, at the end of the day, if you want to lose 10 pounds or you want to gain you know, 10 pounds of muscle or whatever it may be, that's your own individual goal. But if that's going to help you have a clear mindset and help you move forward in areas of business, then that's what you need to do. So you need to set clear and precise goals on that area. Yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure she won't mind me uh, sharing it, but um, my mum, I set my mum a few tasks a little while ago. Uh, one of them was not to eat crisps. Actually, loves who doesn't love crisps? Yeah, everyone loves everyone loves crisps every now and then. Okay, let's not lie. But in in the last six weeks, she's lost half a stone just from not eating crisps. So you start with one day of not doing it, yeah. then it goes into the second day, third day, fourth day, and after a couple of weeks, it's what. And I've read some. We, we disagree on this because you say it's twenty-one days. I think it's sixty-six days to form a habit. Yeah, but once you get into it, you find it it's a lot easier to actually keep that habit. So, yeah, yeah you can set yourself little little things like that. If you've got a little bit of excess fat, for example, think of a vice that you have, like crisps or, or cakes or pastries. Yeah, 
and, and try and go cold turkey for a set amount of yeah. days and let it build up. So all these little things help. I think it definitely comes down to this discipline at the end of the day. If you can discipline yourself enough to stick to you know, your goals that you're setting in physical, then you're going to have a healthy mind, healthy body, you're going to feel good about yourself, your self-confidence is going to be high, and then that's all going to work in tandem, and then you're going to help reach your goals a lot quicker. So all work hand in hand, essentially. Yeah, so bear that in mind when you're doing your physical goals. What is it you're looking to achieve in the long term? You know, is it running a marathon? Is it climbing a mountain? And work your way backwards to the extent of where, even if it's getting up an extra couple of minutes early and walking around the block. Yeah, just about creating them habits. Very simple. Right then, so this leads us now on to spiritual. Yeah, so spiritual is a section that people often neglect. And that's purely because they believe that, well, it's not as important as the others. I, I think, again, that's a psychological thing that we've touched on before. And I think Pe- a lot of people, just touching on that, a lot of people kind of um, put spiritual in the kind of uh, criteria of going to church and practicing all this religion, all this and that. But it's actually deeper than that. It's about being able to understand yourself on a deeper level. So yeah, fair enough. Some people might um, kind of be able to find their you know, uh, area of rest and where they can think clearly and clear the mindset in church. And that's a, it's a good place. If, if that's something that um, resonates with yourself, then that's good. But it's also on a deeper level, being able to un- understand yourself, you know, your intuition, your emotions, and how to kind of control them as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's superbly put. It's, it's about being at one with yourself, how you feel about things, you know, um, having emotional stability or rational stability. I'm a firm believer that we, or, you know, I'm a firm believer that rational thinking is a way forward, that we shouldn't think emotionally. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, what we could do is I'll put some link into the show notes. We'll get some links in the show notes of some um, books on stoicism. Stoicism is based around uh, your tranquility, peace of mind. Yeah. Really, really good. It's not for everyone, uh, admittedly, because it does take the emotion out of literally anything you do. Yeah. You know, relationships and, and thought processes, etc. But stoicism is something I believe in, and we've all got our own beliefs. Yeah. It's about being at one with yourself, and that's a spiritual section. Again, a lot of people think, oh, it's rah, rah, and I don't need it, and I don't need that, and I don't need this. Yeah. And actually, it's as important as the other six. Well, I think it's very diverse, because, you know, spiritual covers uh, a whole array of different things. I mean, for me, I mean, this is not going to be for everyone, but I found meditation when I was travelling. Um, now, I've always been a very kind of extrovert, energetic person. Uh, I swear I had, like, ADHD when I was younger, <laughs> so, you know, I've never been able to sit still or anything like that. And when I went traveling, um, I really found that having that meditation, and I did a, a 10-day Vipassana meditation course for those who are interested. Uh, we'll leave some links in the, in the notes as well. Uh, but it's basically 10 days of absolute silence. You're not allowed to make any kind of eye contact with anybody. It's just literally, it was me, myself, and I for 10 days, and it was 10 hours of meditation when they started at half past four, finished at half past nine at night and it, it half really, four in the morning yeah wow it really tests your your discipline you know you you've, you've got to spend so much time with yourself that any kind of emotions thoughts um experiences from the past or memories they come and bite you right in the backside and you've, you've got to deal with them so it's actually it can be quite overwhelming for some people and some people don't really last the 10 days but for me when i finished the 10 days i just felt euphoric i felt really good i felt i felt as though i'd uh, addressed a lot of issues from the past and all that kind of thing and that helped me massively in able to have a clear head which then helped me have um, a clear vision for where I need to go with my business so that to me is spiritual because I can now understand my, my, myself better on a more spiritual level and understand my emotions 
how to control them. And like if I get a bit of, say for example, you're driving around in a car, get a bit of road rage, you know, it's, it's basically not, not thinking rational and just kind of having a couple of seconds where you breathe, think about what you're doing and, and just kind of have that equanimative mind. So a, a level playing field basically. So, and that, that works for me. Um, you know, it's not for everyone, but it's all about finding what resonates with yourself. That could be, for example, um, playing golf, going in the gym and having a really big workout or going for a long run. These are all forms of like meditation. Um, just finding peace within yourself and being able to have that time with yourself. And again, this is where not everybody likes their own company. You know, so you've got to be able to enjoy your own company and um, and spend time with yourself, your thoughts, and address them really. So yeah, I blabbered on a little bit, but it's uh, yeah, it's very diverse and it covers a whole array of different areas. Yeah. So for example, if you're taking a ten day retreat and you know you want to do a ten day retreat and you want to do it in five years time. Yeah. So again, you're working backwards, so you know that maybe after six months you might do, you know, a one day retreat then after 12 months, a two-day retreat, and yeah. then you build up. So, yeah, know, know what you want to do. And as you said, Matt, it could easily be going play golf, go down the gym, or it could be just go for a nice, peaceful walk along the seafront, or, you know, a nice, easy walk in the morning. It could be any of these things. But that, that, yeah. That's spiritual, and it's important. You know, do not neglect this section. Yeah, it's another really important one. Absolutely. And, and finally, it leaves us with uh, emotional, social. It's kind of a dual one, isn't it? And this is all about your relationships. So this is about... You know, whether that's business relationship, whether that, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend relationship, civil partnership, whatever. This is the emotional, social section, and that is way too many S's for me. <laughs> yeah, I think, because um, the energy that kind of romance brings with it, I think it's so powerful. And if you think about how you can utilise that energy of the emotions and um, kind of funnel them down the right avenue, you, you can actually... You, you can really um, use them as a, a key motivation uh, tool, you know, moving forward, mm. um, especially for business. I think it's so powerful because if you've got any kind of emotions, negative, positive, with regards to relationships or anything like that, it's all about flip reversing it and utilizing that to your benefit and steering it down the right track. Instead of letting the emotions pull you away and distract you, you've got to use them and the energy to move forward. Yeah, Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I'm with you. And, and key questions you want to be asking yourself when you're working on these goals, uh, questions such as, you know, how do you feel about your current relationships? Yeah. You know, is your marriage in good check? If you're with a long-term partner or, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, how is that going? Is it going okay? Are you finding that you're arguing too often? You know, these things like that. Could you be a better person in your relationships? Could you, or how, oh, no, it's not could you, I mean, how do you treat strangers? You know, when you're networking sort of stuff, are you, are you quite rude? Are you quite abrupt? Are you yeah. quite open? Are you quite friendly? You know, what are your relationships like in general? Could they be better? And if so, how can they be better? Yeah. And, and a lot of that comes in, it links in with that spiritual side. Yeah. Because it starts from within. You know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that if something goes wrong in life, that actually it's our fault in some way. Yeah. But I look at that from a self-education point of view. Yeah. It's like, well, if that person's not done this correctly, actually is it their fault or was it maybe my instructions in the first place yeah. so you're reflecting it back on yourself straight away and it's the same with it's exactly the same in this section here you know, yeah analyze your relationships are they going okay if they're if they're great superb there's always room to improve yeah and that's why setting goals in this area is key you know it could be a business partner relationship and you know you might have 
certain issues that you need to address. So this by setting goals, you know, it could be setting goals that you meet on a weekly basis to talk about the emotional intelligence side of things, you know, how you're getting on, how you're building rapport with others, how you treat staff, uh, and all that kind of, and, and I'll actually we'll put a link in the, in the notes for a really good book by Dale Carnegie, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I think that's a, a great book. It's pretty much a bible of emotional intelligence of how to how to connect and speak to other people on their level and, and how for you um, to, to be able to communicate effectively as well. Yes, and definitely. To, I think understanding yourself, um, which obviously goes into the... Uh, not emotional, spiritual, spiritual side sorry. of things. Uh, yeah, it, it, just, it all interlinks, and yeah, it's, it's so powerful once uh, used efficiently and correctly. So there's seven key sections, and when you sit down and go through those sections, quite a common thing to do is use the the SMART methodology for goal creation. Now, SMART traditionally stands for specific, measurable, action orientated, realistic, and time. However, we've adapted it a little bit because we believe that measurable and time are pretty much the same yeah, thing. Pretty much on par. So you're going to make sure when you go through these goals that number one, they're, they're, they are specific. So what are you after? For example, are you after having 100 buy to let properties in 15 years time? That's quite specific. Yeah. Are you after having you know five kids by the time you're 45? Quite specific. Yeah, I'm, I'm not planning on doing that anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, me either. But uh, just an example. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, is it specific? Meaningful. So does this mean something to you? All of it should mean something to you. So don't make it measurable, make it meaningful. Yeah. Really That's, important. I suppose that comes down to have a clear vision as well. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Action orientated. So what steps do you need to take to achieve that? So if you're looking to move up, you know, that ladder at work, or you're looking to, you know, change property strategy, well, what do you need to do in order to take that action? Yeah. That's important to remember. Realistic. I've got written down here, how do you know you can achieve it? Well, you can achieve pretty much anything you set your mind to. Um, okay, I'll give you an example. I had a, a couple of years ago uh, when I was quite heavy, I put in a goal to lose a certain amount of weight. But then after six or seven months of that, I actually started to do a lot of uh, weight training. So as you know, Matt, you know, muscle weighs more than fat. Yeah, it's so, more dense. So that goal wasn't really realistic. And I learned that. I learned that in a difficult way and then changed that goal for the following year. Yeah. So make it as realistic as possible as making it ambitious at yeah. the same time, if that makes Definitely. sense. I suppose it's adapting, you know, testing and tweaking. Yes, yeah. a- a- absolutely. And the last one's time. So, well, what's the time frame on it? So if you want to go back to 100 buy to let properties, if you want 100 buy to let properties in 10 years, well, there's your time frame. It's to get that done by 10 years and you can work backwards, set yourself monthly targets. So. Specific, meaningful, action orientated, you know, realistic and time. That that is the smart methodology for setting your goals. Brilliant, yeah. So have you got anything else to, to touch on before we summarise the seven areas that you need to set goals in your life? Uh, no, well before we do that, actually, I say no, then I'm gonna say yes. So so before we do that, yes, in the bottom of the show notes you will find that gift which is for you and that is a twenty-five year life plan, business plan. So we've gone through and created a template for yourselves for a 25 year plan is then cut down into monthly, weekly, and even daily. So uh, look on the show notes at the bottom and that is for each and every one of you listeners and uh, take advantage of it. Happy days. Right, so we will now summarize the seven areas of life that you need to set your goals. So starting with number one, we've got business and work. Number two, personal wealth. Number three, energy. Number four, mental. Number five, physical. 
Number six is spiritual. And number seven is emotional and social. And I suppose you can throw a little bit of romance in there as well. Yeah, absolutely. And when you're setting your goals, take your time to do it. It's not a quick exercise. This will yeah. take time. It, don't be surprised if it takes a day or two. Yeah. There's a lot of thinking involved. I think another key thing with that is make sure that you're you're in a quiet area, somewhere you know you find at peace, where you can really dig deep and think about what it is you want to set uh, in terms of goals. Uh, and you've really got to think about all these different areas because it's if you was in a, a busy area, some people might you know find that relaxing. But for myself, I like to be locked away in a nice quiet area where I can really dig deep and think about what I'm doing. So that's another little uh, tip and trick for you. Yeah, definitely. Find find your flow, whatever that may be. Definitely. And when you're doing it, remember, use the, the SMART methodology. So be specific, make it meaningful, make it action-orientated, be realistic, and put a time frame on it as well. All right, perfect. So that is the seven areas of life that you need to set goals in. So it's been an absolute pleasure to be able to bring this content to you guys. And thank you for listening. Yeah, as ever, feel free to share your goals with us. We love we love hearing goals. We're happy to share our goals with yourselves as well. Find us on, you know, especially on the Facebook page, on the socials as well, Property Nomads. So come share your goals with us. Brilliant. So yeah, and make sure you grab your free gift, which will be in the show notes. And we look forward to bringing you more content next time. So thanks for listening again. All the best. Have you in. See you soon.